Calmness podcast. My name is Kayla Vance, and today we're going to talk about the toxic toxic exposures and your mind. Today, I just want to share with you and possibly start to um, share a different perspective on the potential exposures that you face in your everyday life. And maybe some of those things are things that you might be unaware of. So I don't plan to get very technical here and go into the nitty gritty as to why all of these things are toxic and how they affect your body. But just the, the idea here is that I want you to learn and know that these things that I'm going to introduce to you today, um, some of you may be well aware of, some of these may be new and you wouldn't have even considered them, excuse me, um, <clears throat> that they can cause potential damage to your body and to your system. And when that happens, it can have an effect on your mental health because everything is connected. We don't just, um, you, our systems do not act individually on their own. Okay. So what we eat goes into us and provides us nutrients and supports our system and helps us function and live. <clears throat> and just like the things that we put on our skin or the air that we breathe, you know, it's not just affecting our lungs. It gets into our lungs or it gets into our skin and then it gets into our other organs. And it's that domino effect of where do all of those things go once we lose control of them? Once like they, they go into our mouth, where do they go? Once they get onto our skin, what happens? Um, I'm not gonna get into all of that, but just know that <clears throat> there are chemicals in um, toxins in all of the products that we use. So actually I started to jump the gun. Um, if you, when you think about toxins, so I just want you to take a moment. When you think about toxins, what is it that comes to mind? Like what are the words that come to mind? <clears throat> Usually I think the, the top ones are like poison and chemicals. Um, and yes, those are toxins. Um, but there are a lot of things that are toxic that we don't necessarily realize have chemicals in them um, or are poisonous to us, um, whether that's because the media or organizations have promoted things to us that um, end up being unhealthy and maybe the thought was they are healthy and then we learn that they aren't or whether it is because <clears throat> companies and agencies have lied to us. And unfortunately, we know this to be true. And if you aren't there yet, if this isn't something that you've learned, um, if you stick with me and uh, as we go through different topics related to mental health, we may get into some of those topics of um, toxins and chemicals and the way things have come to be in the world today. Um, <clears throat> so yes, toxins and chemicals, um, poisons and chemicals. The first thing that comes to mind maybe when you think of these things are like that, that uh, cabinet under your sink or in your kitchen where you keep all of your chemicals. I know many, many people who that's where their chemicals are. Um, I, I have things under the cabinet as well, except um, as you will learn in today's podcast, I don't have many, if any, toxic, toxic chemicals um, anymore. I used to, um, I don't anymore, but that cabinet is still locked um, and under my sink. Uh, so, um, you know, if I told you that there are toxins in hiding in plain sight and in most of the products that you use every single day of your life, would you believe me? Maybe not. Maybe some of you do. Maybe some of you think, um, you know, that can't be. 
Um, well, I know that for me, this was something that um, was a has been a gradual procedure. So I have, uh, for I would say at least the last decade, <clears throat> maybe a little longer, I have been on this journey to decrease my toxic load and the toxic load of my family and in that process that's something that i learn about and so i'm constantly learning new things things that i thought was safe that i learned new things and i'm like oh not safe anymore um and so that's why this is an ongoing process and i'll tell you right now that I may talk about all these things. These are things that I know. Um, that doesn't mean that I do all of these things yet. But my intention is to be able to do all of these things and more as I go. But as we get through and as you hear some of these lists and hear some of the things that I talk about, you may start to think, wow, like if I were to change all of these things, this is getting expensive or uh, that would be really inconvenient or wow, that's going to take a lot of time to get used to. And you are right. You are correct. Some of the things that I'm going to talk about will be expensive to change if and when you decide to make that change. Some may just be inconvenient and others still may be um, when you do make the change, it is a process of change <clears throat> and it may just take time to get used to. So uh, today, my focus is just going to be on products in your home um, rather than food and things that you ingest. So that is a whole other topic and we could get we can get into that. But I, you know, we could talk for hours about all of the all of the things. So that will be a separate podcast. Uh, so take a look for that here in the near future where I can I can talk about toxic toxic exposures through our food and other sources. But today I'm going to try to try to stay focused on mostly the things that we can find in our homes. Whew, okay, so <clears throat> there are a lot of things out there when it comes to toxic products and toxic, toxic items in our homes. What makes them toxic? Well, it's the things that they are made out of um, and how do those things either, how can those things get into our body system? Um, and so the biggest organ in our body is what? Do you know? It's our skin. So our skin is the largest organ in our body and our skin absorbs everything around us. So um, anything that we put on our skin or is around our skin clothes, it, constantly touching it is absorbing something into it. So just keep that in mind as we move forward. Um, but when we ingest things, when we put stuff on our, like our scalp, our hair, the still skin um, can get into our system. <clears throat> so things to think about. Let's start with the kitchen. So the kitchen is someplace where you listening or watching are every day. I think most of us um, are in our kitchen at least once a day, whether that is to cook something, make something, just to walk through it. We're in our kitchen. We are constantly buying things or getting things or making things to go inside our kitchen. So our kitchen is a host of many of the products and items that could be toxic to us. Uh, <clears throat> so let's start with plastic. We all know that plastic has been in the news and it's a big thing and that's why we see um, silicone bags and reusable bags and reusable products because we've learned that the there are chemicals within plastic containers usually bpa but there are some other ones um and i'm not going to go into all of that um and what happens is that 
you, you may think that putting your food in plastic is safe, um, and maybe it is. But also we know that the chemicals that are in that plastic start to seep into our food. Um, maybe a good example of this would be if you have ever put spaghetti into a plastic container. What happens to your plastic container? If you said it gets stained red, you are probably correct. Those, those dyes or whatever, you know, maybe not dyes, but just the colors from the food leach into the plastic. Well, if it's going into the plastic, what do you think the plastic is doing to your food? Yeah. So plastic containers would be a good place to maybe start or consider if you store your food in plastic containers, thinking about um, the alternatives. So those silicone bags or glass containers, glass is usually recommended as the best, um, but that can be expensive. If you're used to buying or you have those reusable plastic containers, I know when I was little, plastic containers were containers that food came in that we emptied and then we reuse like the, um, was it crock, crock, crock something, uh, butter containers, um, where we would use all the margin butter and then we would clean them out and then leftovers went in those containers, right? So, um, as we move, you know, as we get more technologically savvy, the plastic has theoretically gotten better but not all plastic. That's why plastic bottles now, the reusable ones, they specifically note if they are BPA free because there's BPA in the plastic. Um, I bet there's a product that you didn't know has BPA in it that you thought was safe. And that's aluminum cans. Actually, I have one here because I started to drink one before I started. And so I'll just show that to you. So um, <clears throat> this is an aluminum can. Well, what you probably aren't aware of is that the inside of the aluminum can is a plastic lining to hold your drink. Um, and maybe that's not the case for all aluminum cans, but I know that is the case for a lot. And so some aluminum cans will be labeled as BPA free. Now, um, as I was preparing for this, I went to check and I couldn't find information on whether this particular brand has, um, is BPA free or not. Uh, it's not labeled on the can from what I can see. So this can may not be BPA free. So like I said, I am learning and I am changing, um, but there are certain things um, where maybe even when you research it, if it's not labeled, maybe we you, you don't know unless you dig deeper. So I did dig a little bit, but I didn't dig super hard to try to find it. Um, so those cans may or may not be BPA free. So even though it's in an aluminum can, it's still leaching BPA into your drink, which is um, a hormone disruptor. Um, so we know that there are certain products uh, like older glass ceramic products. Um, there's a woman called the Lead Safe Mama. You may have heard of her. I was trying to come up with the name. I didn't write it down. Uh, and she scans all kinds of products for lead and other heavy metals. Well, some of those older like um, glassware products that maybe your parents or grandparents, if you're my age, parents or grandparents had, and I know both of mine still have these on their shelves with the like flowery designs around the outside of the plate or the like cornucopia and different designs on the outside and on the inside would be where you would like bake it in the oven. Well, the inside I believe has been fine, but that paint with the designs has been shown through the Lead Safe Mama testing that um, they have lead in them <clears throat> and maybe some other ones in different colors. I think have different 
heavy metals in them. So if you were eating off of those plates and your food was brushing up against that, that paint and then you were eating them, you know, could you have been ingesting lead and or other heavy metals? So things that you aren't aware of. I, I didn't learn that until probably this year, last year, um, that that was even a thing. And so do some of the glass platewares and things that you have in your home contain heavy metals in the making, in the process of making them? And if you were to touch them, how much of that is rubbing off into onto your system? I know, um, <clears throat> well, if I grab my water bottle, I'm not gonna go grab it, it's across the room. Um, those metal water bottles, she has tested a lot of those. So again, house exposures. We think that the metal water bottles are good and healthy for us and better to use than the, the plastic bottles from the store, you know, like Kroger water. Um, but they can also have lead underneath that coating. And so if that coating gets scraped off and um, you want to save your water bottle like mine, it has been bumped and ran over and I love it because it has cool stickers on it. And I don't want to get rid of it, but it may have lead under the coating of that top layer in the metal. And then every time I touch it and every time I'm around it, I could be being exposed to lead or fill in the blank, heavy metal. So, you know, there are certain aspects of even safe products that can be unsafe under certain circumstances. So again, something to consider when you're trying to make lifestyle changes that can affect you and your mental health. Um, and the reason I say all this in mental health is um, you know, heavy metals, where do they go? We don't, you know, maybe we know, maybe we don't know, but we do know that heavy metals can affect our brain. And a lot of times we consider our mental health to be something to do with our brain. Now, I believe that uh, your mental health is a response to everything going on in your system internally. Uh, so your gut, your your digestive system affects your brain. And so anything that we are taking into our system can affect our brain. And that's why this is so important because you, know, if you are constantly being exposed to heavy metals and you're feeling depressed and you're feeling anxious and you have all these other symptoms going on, you know, that would be important to address and get those things out of your system if you can to see how your mental health would improve if they're gone. Um, so lots of things to go over here. I'm not gonna go into, again, I started to go into more details than I anticipated just because there's so much to say here. Um, think about um, nonstick pants. So that's a big one that's been out there is your nonstick pants and um, what those can do for you, like what happens. So unfortunately we have learned and maybe you haven't. So if you haven't, you are learning now that that is those Teflon pants that Teflon has, um, and I'm not going to know the whole name, PFOAs are inside um, that Teflon and those are known as forever chemicals, meaning they don't leave, they don't go anywhere. Once they're in your system, they are in there, they are there forever um, and how toxic they are and how many problems, you know, they cause for you in your, uh, in your body. And so if you want to learn more about that, I was going to share this at the end, but I may as well just talk about it. Um, if you want to learn more about uh, that and how we learned about that, you can look up the documentary. Uh, it's called The Devil We Know, and it's all about Teflon and how they got rid of their poison and their chemicals and how we as a, you know, a country are affected by that as a world. 
And then Hollywood recently made a video, I guess recently four or five years ago. I have not actually watched it. It's on my list to watch. And that one's called Dark Waters. So that's a movie about Teflon. Basically, um, I would interpret it as being related to that documentary. So check that out. So aluminum pans, similar thing. It's made out of aluminum, aluminum cans, aluminum foil. All of these things have what in it? Aluminum. Aluminum is a heavy metal. How much of that aluminum is getting into your system through those products? So even though it is um, <clears throat> promoted as being safe, how safe are those products for you to use on a regular basis with your food that is going into your body? Okay. Um, we've already talked about um, like water bottles, but like water. I know that's kind of like along the food and drink line, so I'm not going to spend so much time on it, but what is in your water? So thinking about water filters and what to filter out of your water because the, the chemicals that are in the water can damage your system. But again, that's another topic for another day. But along the lines of water, if you think about your home and if you've ever seen water damage in your home, like those spots on the ceiling um, from where water has leaked, you might wanna consider mold and what effect mold has on your health. So those are called myco, I hope I'm saying this right, mycotoxins. Um, and they get into your system and they wreak havoc on your health. And there's all kinds of uh, symptoms that go along with mold exposure. Um, kind of like if you had allergies and you're outside, right? When you have mold exposure, you can start to have a lot of physical reactions like cold symptoms, but also mental health reactions related to mold exposure. Um, and then I recently learned that even if you've gotten away from mold, you've had mold remediation, you've had your house fixed and cleaned of all the mold, and maybe you moved away and you went into a house that is clearly, you know, been cleaned of mold and there's no mold left, um, you can, your body can become the host for the mold. And so you then have to clean out and you have to follow certain procedures to clean out your body of mold because it definitely has an effect on your mental health. And we all know like when we feel sick, we don't mentally feel well either. So think about just those chronic illnesses that we have that could be because we are exposed to this constant level of toxins in our everyday life, that if we removed those things, would our chronic health symptoms improve? I would say yes, uh, but it just depends on how much you are able to change and how much your body is able to recover after those exposures. Um, so carpeting, carpeting, uh, formaldehyde is a big, um, ingredient in carpeting and formaldehyde as we know is like an embalming fluid and along with other things and it's a carcinogen um, and so if you're on your carpet every day if your children are rolling around and crawling on the carpet what is in that carpet that's getting into your skin that's getting into your system um, and wreaking havoc and also it's there's this process called off-gassing and when like carpet is installed, when we paint a house, you've all maybe painted a house, like painted something and the fumes that come from that, we wanna be able to like release those fumes and get them you know, out of our house as much as possible. Um, so that's something to consider is looking into companies or um, you know, getting rid of carpet in your home. Not only can they trap dust and dirt and allergens and mold, um, but they have chemicals in them, um, which something I didn't, Put on my list but that leads me to um, mattresses mattresses are made with chemicals and so you sleep on your mattress every single day of your life what chemicals are in your mattress that could be getting into your system 
paint. I just mentioned that. We all know that like lead paint was a problem um, and that they've gotten rid of that. But what else is in paint that we don't know of um, or in you know the toys and the things that we are exposed to that have paint on them, as I mentioned, the plates. So um, and just because a company says something is safe, does that mean it's safe? And I think we've learned that that is not the case. So there are many um, companies out there. And if you watch TV or listen to the radio, you've probably heard those commercials. If you've used such and such product, please call such and such number because they are under a, a lawsuit for damages that have been um, been caused by their product. Um, let's see here. Candles. Oh, like candles, lotion, um, sprays, those bathroom things that you stick in that release the smells. I stopped using those things many, many years ago. Um, and now that I don't use them, I can't stand being in a room with those smells. Uh, it's a big turn off. Like it makes me feel sick. Um, and so this is something you learn when you start going through changes, whatever changes they are. It's like when you are then exposed to those things, you recognize the effect that it has on your system almost immediately. So, um, for me, you know, even like I showed you the can, so I try not to drink soda, um, like pop, Coke, things like that. Um, and I go through phases, so don't get me wrong. Like it is very addicting and we can get into that, but you know, now if I drink a soda, um, I can feel it immediately. I can recognize how bad it makes me feel. So I've found alternatives that I like, um, that are healthier, um, rather than going for the typical soda with the terrible ingredients in them. Um, so candles have a bunch of chemicals in them. If it has the word fragrance in it, it is bad. Um, unless the fragrance is identified as something like an essential oil or a natural um, existing product, then it is likely made up of chemical compounds to give you that scent that you're smelling. And so that's not good. That's not good for your system. And those are endocrine disruptors. Endocrine disruptors are the things that happen in your body that disrupt your hormones. Um, and hormones affect, as we know, like as women, you know, we have, um, you know, periods and menstrual cycles and we have the ups and downs in our mood. Um, and we know that hormones affect our mood. And so if we are exposed to these toxic chemicals on a daily basis and they are disrupting our hormones, what is that doing to our mood? Just something to think about. So I know those really good smelling candles smell so great, especially during the holidays, but there are alternatives or healthy alternatives to those products. So just consider looking into some of those. There are healthy candles using things like soy wax or um, beeswax um, and probably other uh, examples where those are healthier for you. Um, let me see. Anything that pretty much goes under your sink that that you've bought at the store is probably not very great. Um, if you look under my sink now, those are almost all gone. I don't know, like maybe I have one or two that are um, standard anymore. I don't use many standard products, uh, cleaning products anymore. Makeup. So let's move to the bathroom. Makeup. Makeup is very toxic. And even, you know, country to country, United States versus Europe, they have outlawed um, many different um, ingredients in makeup that we as the United States still identify as being healthy and okay. Um, so there are several um, makeup companies out there that offer 
uh, clean products. One of them is Crunchy and another one that I use, um, let me see, I wrote it down. Um, there's like Dab Herb Makeup, that's an Etsy uh, company. Earthly is a local company too. Columbus that sells um, healthy makeup. Karma Organic sells healthy makeup. So there's a healthier makeup made from natural products that you can find um, that aren't made of chemicals that you can use for your skin and use on your skin that aren't gonna hurt you. Nail polish is another one. I know my nail polish is coming off, but since I've stopped using toxic nail polish, I can no longer use toxic nail polish without noticing it right away, even just the feel on my nails, but also the, um, the way my nails will start to, what will happen to my nails within days um, of putting them on. They'll start to peel, flake, all of that. Um, and so I can't use them. So you may, when you look up healthier nail polish, you'll find ones that say like a number free, like five free, 10 free, 14 free. Those are like the top, you know, five, 10, 15, 20, whatever bad chemicals that are not good for you because it'll seep through your nails, into your nail bed, into your skin, into your body, um, and disrupt your endocrine system and other systems in your body. So some other alternatives, you know, ones that you may see that are more common, um, like piggy paint. I think they sell that at Target. Um, so my kids use piggy paint. Um, and then some other local ones to Columbus that I like is Beauty by Glue, G-L-U. Um, that stands for Girls Like You. They have a healthy, um, skincare product and nail polish, as well as there's a company called, what's it called? Uh, Tarte Peach, they have nail polish, but I also learned that they have beauty products as well. And Earthly is another local company. They have cleaning products, they have beauty products. They also have a lot of herbal tinctures and things like that, which we can get into in another episode. Um, so there are healthier alternatives out there and that's where it can become pricey in trying to switch things out. Um, that's why it's a process, you know, one at a time. When you run out, instead of buying the old product, the one that's not so healthy, you switch to the one that's healthier and um, less toxic. Um, soap, uh, lotions, sprays, again, all of the ones that have extra chemicals in them that aren't needed. And there are specific apps that you can use to scan products, um, whether it be food or, um, products that you use that can tell you on a rating scale, you know, um, A to F, what uh, what's in them and what's good about them and what's not good about them. Um, I think it's the EWG, uh, Environmental Working Group. There's an app and you can scan it and it doesn't have all products listed. So you can scan it and submit it so that they can add that to their list of products. But that is really helpful in when you're trying to learn what's good and bad. And there's a food one, which I don't recall what it is right now, um, where you can scan foods and it can tell you what's good and bad about them. So maybe when I do the food one, I will try to get that one in here. So along with the lotions and sprays, shampoos, detergents, um, fabric softeners, anything you do to do laundry, you know, what is in them that's toxic, that's getting into your system, making your clothes smell really great, but also that scent and that smell that you're smelling all the time. I can't, I used to go running and I would run by houses and like that, whew, that was coming out of there dryer vents, I could smell it. And it was like a slap in the face. It was like, I could smell it outside on the sidewalk, you know, 30 feet away from their house. You know, that's going into our air. You know, 
oh my gosh, it's just those things are bad and you can see it everywhere. Once you know about it, you see it everywhere. Um, so if you're not aware, these are just things I want you to be aware of, so things to consider and how they are affecting you. Um, okay, last two I'm going to mention. No, three. I lied. Um, baby powder. You've probably seen those ads. You know, maybe you've seen the ovarian cancer lawsuits related to baby powder. Okay, um, taken years and years and years to find out, but we do now know that that causes cancer. Um, pajamas, did you know that your children's pajamas have flame retardants in them? And those flame retardants do not wash out. So you can't just go wash them and be like, okay, no flame retardants. You have to specifically look for pajamas that do not have flame retardants on them if you don't want them. Something to keep in mind. And last but not least for today, I'm nowhere near going to be hitting everything, but glyphosate, Roundup. Anytime I go into the hardware store and I see Roundup, it just makes me sick. We know that it causes cancer and they spray it on playgrounds and they spray, they spray it, it where your children play. They spray it on your food. It's everywhere. And so it's toxic. It's bad for you. And if you could make one change and that's to not spray your weeds with with Roundup, please do that. Um, it's bad for you. Um, yes, it kills your weeds, great. It also gets into your system. It's in our food, it's in our breast milk, it's in everything. Um, there are healthier alternatives and you can find them. Um, it just, it may take a little more research on your part. So as I went through those, I tried to list some of the alternatives that you could use while I was talking. Um, if I didn't, let me see. Um, alternatives to cooking would be cast iron and stainless steel. So one of those changes that can take time to get used to on top of the price associated with buying new cookware would be if you're going from cooking with um, nonstick to cooking with stainless steel appliance, you know, stainless steel. Um, is that, am I getting that right? Um, yeah it's a learning process. Things are going to stick, things are going to burn. So you have to learn. It's like learning to cook all over again. So I get that, that it would be a pain in the butt and um, there's a cost associated with it. And you know, not all of my cookware has changed over. It's a process. So I do know and understand what it's like to have to change some of those things. Um, you know, but those are some alternative options. Um, you know, consider using vinegar for your cleaning instead of bleach. Bleach does not kill mold, by the way. Um, we think it does. It does not kill mold. We can um, definitely look into that a little bit more. Using air filters, using uh, like toaster ovens instead of microwaves. I know I didn't mention microwaves, but dehumidifiers to pull the moisture out of the air. Um, again, switching your makeup and your nail polish and the things that you like to make your house smell good, um, like using essential oils. So there's companies like Plant Therapy, Earthly has their own essential oils, Mountain Rose Herbs is another good company, and there's lots of good companies out there, so don't get me wrong. Those are just a few that I use, um, and on my website, they, um, there should be some links for some of those. So, um, you can check those out too. Um, all right. So I hope I didn't talk your ear off too much and I hope it, I didn't overwhelm you with all of the things that 
could be bad in your life. <laughs> there are so many bad things and believe me, um, I have not gotten them all out of my life. I'm working on it. Um, but just knowing that you know, even one thing you take away that could be causing harm to your system will be a vast improvement from taking nothing away. So as in you know, therapy, my counseling office, if we can change one thing, that's one thing that you're doing different that is going to help you. So you can start today by changing one thing that you do to improve your overall health and your overall mental health. And I would love to hear your questions and your feedback. So feel free to message me or comment and um, I will read those. Thank you so much for joining me today and learning about how our toxic exposures in our life can affect our mind and our overall well-being. And I'll see you next week.